Welcome, you are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney turned alchemist, and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Listen to conversations with courageous souls who've stepped out of their comfort zone and designed a new way of life. They'll share their experiences, wisdom, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Today, I am here with Paul Doan, and we're actually here um, in person, which I haven't done for a while. My initial interviews were all done in person, and then with COVID, they all have been uh, Zoom and whatnot. So, um, it's a pleasure to see you as well as talk with you today. Thank you for taking time today, Paul. I appreciate it. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. It's a beautiful place. I love every minute I've been here. Awesome. Well, that's cool. So we'll, and we'll talk about that, um, in a little bit, but the way that Paul and I met actually was I did the very first How to Live in Paradise Without Worrying About the Price Tag workshop in July. And Paul was one of the, um, probably one of the most active attendees in that workshop. And um, can you just um, maybe tell me a little bit about uh, kind of what prompted you to uh, participate in that and kind of maybe where you were at that point in time? Well, that point in time, I was probably at one of my lowest points. And it's funny how things um, come your way when you least expect it. It's, and uh, I saw it. I had no idea what it was, but I knew I had to be on it. And uh, I am certainly glad that I was because it has changed my life. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. Um, so, yeah, and I totally agree with you. I think um, in as I look back, um, there's a saying that, that uh, you probably are familiar with that um, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> And I think that that's those are very true words. Um, so I know you sent me a really heartfelt email after that workshop and, and talked about the impact that you had. And uh, I actually, um, I think I wept actually when I read it. Uh, and I honestly, I, I almost wondered if it was true because <laughs> there was so much in there. And I was like, could that really happen? Is this guy making it up? Um, <laughs> Right. <laughs> Trust me, there was too many things to make up. That don't happen. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and and quite honestly, I've you know worked with so many different people through the years, and um, I I can say that a lot of times um, when people have those kind of um, serial sort of negative things happen in their life, it's real easy to become the victim. Right. And, and get into the poor me mentality. You didn't do that. No. Can you talk to us a little bit about? Well, I have always been a grateful person. I, I'm grateful for everything I have. Everything comes for a reason. Everything goes for a reason. So that's life's challenges. You take it and you make the best you can. You get up the next day and you start again. It's that simple, you know. I'm grateful. I spend the first 10 minutes every day being grateful just for being alive, being able to breathe, living in a country where I'm free. 
and uh, I have food, I have a shelter, so many things to be grateful for. So you just really credited to focusing on the positive rather than uh, dwelling on, on the quote-unquote negative things that happen? Oh, of course. I mean, you can find lots of friends in the negative world. And, uh, but no, I've always, always my life, no matter what's ever happened, I've found a reason, a positive side. There's always a realist. It's been my saying. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's always been my saying. There will always be a rose. Mm-hmm. Amongst the thorns, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, that's um, that's a great outlook uh, to have. So um, kind of walk me through, if you don't mind, the transformation. I mean, you came to the workshop really not knowing what it was about, not knowing me or Tom or anybody involved in it. Can you just kind of give me some of your... Um, even my, like a day-by-day play, kind of kind of what that process was like for you? Well, following through the course and the way it's laid out in the day-to-day process, you have the time to reflect and go back over. And if you do the work, the results will happen. It's You have to do the work. You know, so your course, your course was clear, it was precise, and it made sense, which I've been on a lot of training courses, and the whole secret to the training course was buy more courses. Well, we'll get you to the door, but if you want in, you'll pay. And your course wasn't like that. You went right from start to finish, you know, and you were very in-depth. And it was, it was a, a life-changing experience for me. So the first day, um, we'll give, give away the secrets a little bit, but the first day is the dream life in paradise, describing that, figuring out what is what is paradise to you? Yeah. What does your dream life look like? Was that a challenge for you or did you was, did it come easy? Or That came easy. I mean, I've always known um, two things. I was going on a catamaran and I was going to live on an island and be somewhere in the Caribbean where it was warm. I am so tired of snow. <laughs> Wasn't expecting hurricanes, but... Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, the, the, the Caribbean's the, the um, rose and the, yeah, the hurricanes yeah. might be the little bit of the thorns there, but <laughs> it was, it was interesting because now I got stories when I go back home and say, ah, you wouldn't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, um, it, I know when I, I'm thinking back of, of your email, um, you said something like, um, you were, you use seasons, you use seasonal language. And you said you felt like, um, you were back in the summer of your life. Can you, yeah. can you tell me what prompted that? It was just, um, a lot of it was the chorus and it, it, it made me realize that there is still a whole lot left to do. And it took me from the fall and winter of my life, uh, when things were pretty rough. And you, you catapulted me through spring on the first two days, and then you took me into summer, and I've been there ever since. Can you tell me how I did that? I'd just like to know. <laughs> well, no, it was just you made thought-provoking thing, statements. Okay. And you had to think about it, and you say, well, that's true. And and you just, I expanded on it, and so, and then you reflect back, and I think, okay, I've come from this. But I have all that going forward. I can't change the past, and I can't predict the future, but I can control today. And that's all I did. I just one day, 
one day, one day. And then, um, and that was, like I said, I, it really warmed my heart um, to get that email. You, you have no idea because I had never done anything like that before. That's the first time I ever, ever taught that um, workshop series and I had no idea how it would land. I had no idea um, if it was good content, bad content, indifferent. And so it was, and you weren't the only one, thankfully. I got a few others saying, wow, this is, this is really some life-changing stuff. And that's why I'm doing this, really. Okay. That's, that's really what lights me up is um, having an impact like that. But, um, and I thought, okay, that's great. And, you know, he didn't sign up for my academy, and that's okay. Like I said, I wanted, that was the goal. That's kind of the model that I'm following is give people a complete solution. Make yes. them a promise, take them from point A, get them to point B. And I did that, and mm. I, you know, it's a gift. That's that's like giving back, right? And then um, you came back oh, yeah. for the second one in September. Yeah, I I hadn't had enough in the first one. You had made so many changes in my life in the first one. And and I needed to come back because I knew there was more. I just have to apply it. So I needed to go back and refresh. And it's amazing what I learned the second time that I hadn't picked up the first because you get into a thought process and, and it's like anything. You're going off and speaking and I'm making a note. Well, I missed yeah. 30 seconds. And it was those 30 seconds that I missed. I was able to get the second time because I had the notes. And it, it was just a big aha moment. And it really was. Well, uh, yeah. And, and I've uh, learned that through the years as well. Um, some of my mentors have said, you know, it takes you seven times of hearing something yeah. um, before you really learn it. Um, and, and yeah, and even if it's the same thing and we used to, you know, I was in network marketing for 20 years and we'd go to the same training over yeah. and over again. Right. But you were different because you had grown and applied different things. And I think that maybe that's part of, of what, uh, what occurred with you. And then, yeah. And then I was, um, <clears throat> delighted to award you with the scholarship for the, uh, full that, academy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That came out of the blue. I have to be honest. <laughs> And um, so I think you've been enjoying that. It hasn't been all too long that, that uh, you've been involved in it, but um, no. you've been enjoying that uh, content as well? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, the content's amazing because you, you break it down into biteable sizes, and then you explain <laughs> what that is. So you'll say something, and you'll explain it, and then you'll give it a reference that you can go back to and say, oh yeah, I, now I know why she said what she said, because here's your reference, and you're extremely good at that. You, you pull things together. So, you know, while you're listening, it makes sense. I don't have to question it, because you spell it out, and it just makes sense. And then it's logic. So, and then you, and then you go on to the next point, and you spread, I mean, you could have made that course seven days. Easily, and uh, so yeah, it was just. And the second time around, I got more information, and I'll probably be on the third one <laughs> because I know the things that I missed, and and now being here and experiencing, and now meeting you will even make it better, right? <clears throat> and of course, Tom and Sally, we kind of went along on that one too. <laughs> yeah, and I have some new stuff in store um, yeah, for, for the next one, so I'm excited about um, adding adding that uh, involved as well.
We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com, www.castellito.com. C-A-R-I-B-E dot com. We look forward to seeing you soon. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. At the end of the September workshop, you uh, let us know that you were coming and uh, you're ready to do your beta test. So you uh, took a month uh, from Canada, came down here to this little tropical island paradise called Isla Mujeres. I believe it was your first time here. I never knew this place existed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, never heard of it. I mean, I knew where Mexico was, but I'd never been this far south. I mean, I spent winters in Florida, but I'd never been here. Okay, so not even Cancun. You hadn't no. had been to Cancun either. Okay, no. cool. So you arrived um, just in time for our first hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got you just settled into your new apartment. Yeah. And uh, run us through. How's, how's this beta test uh, worked out for you? What... Uh, what have you... Uh, oh. What's worked? What's not worked? What's... Uh, anything you would have done differently? Yeah, well, as far as doing differently, no. Uh, it'd be nice to have hot water, which I, which I, you know, and I've learned this thing about the water on the roof and uh, and gravity gravity showers and things. Um, I understand when power goes out, everything comes to a stop. And uh, yeah, no, I, I, to me, this is paradise. It, it's exactly what I, I expected it to be as soon as I got off the boat. I mean, I knew I had landed. <laughs> You felt, and people have said that. So many people have said that. Um, when I got here, I felt like I was at home. I was home. Yeah. Is that that? Yeah. Kind of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I knew. I knew when I, I got off the ferry, and I was home. I knew this is where I want to be. So and then it was now was the plan, how to make it happen. But and for thirty days, I mean, I've walked this entire island. It's not much of a walk, but... It's not a very big island, yeah. Yeah, I've walked it, and I'm learning the culture. I'm taking Spanish lessons so I can integrate into the the culture because that's what I want to do. I want to be... I don't want to... I want to be part of the culture. I don't want to live in a hotel and and be above it. I want to be part of it. And I'm witnessing that daily, um, the way that people have to survive. I guess is a better word. Um, I'm still getting used to this pesos thing because, you know, <clears throat> when somebody says that's 500 pesos, your mind kind of just cranks 500. And then you do the math. Man, that is so cheap. <laughs> right. But you got to get over that mental thing. And it, it's, I still trick, trick myself, you know. And, but everything is so inexpensive and the quality's good. 
Uh, I mean, you go to a chiropractor for twenty-five bucks for an hour, and I have a I have a massage in her treehouse. Where do you get that? You know, <laughs> or you just strange things like that. Yeah. So, um, anything that. Um, whether I mean, there's probably so many different things that that were a surprise to you. Um, oh yeah. Is there anything um, that it feels like it's missing, or um, is it aside from the hot water? I mean, uh, little minor things like yeah. that. Is there there any any concerns you have about coming down no, to no. live full time? No. no. So you've you've cleared that. Well, um, yeah, that 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 cleared. Like I say, when I landed, I knew this was the place. Now the question was, where in this place could I fit? You know, and I mean, uh, I work online. I'm starting online stuff, so I can. My home is anywhere, and uh, and with the COVID and everything else going on, this seems like a really. I mean, the precautions they take here. You know, no matter where you go, you got to have. Your temperature taken. You got to walk on wet pads. Everybody's in masks. I mean, they they really follow the guidelines here. Uh, Makes you feel real safe, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, that's why we haven't left yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> for, for, except to go to Cancun, and they're pretty cautious there as well. Sorry, the people are friendly. The people are so down to earth. Well, and you've had a phenomenal tour guide. <clears throat> Uh, right, Miss Diane, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and being fluent in Spanish—that's uh, helpful. She's she's amazing. Um, she's uh, definitely become a one one of my best friends for sure. But uh, she just has such a big heart uh, for the local people, and has oh, yeah. really, in a year, immersed herself into the local community in Mid Island, which is yeah. a lot more locals than downtown where where we live. Um, but that I'm sure has um, had an impact on your experience here. Yeah, I, I'm able to spend more time with the locals. Um, some of the things that surprised me was the amount of how poorly paid they are. I mean, when we're talking a hundred pesos, which okay, hundred that's five dollars. They and what eighty percent of this island is tourism. So if these people don't work, and it's a cash. It, I'm learning that it's basically a cash island. So if these people don't work, they don't eat. It's basically that simple. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a tough year for sure. Uh, that's why, you know, our construction guys were pounding moments before we yeah. <laughs> started this interview. We're uh, trying to keep them busy and um, know that that is... Uh, yeah, no, I would, that, if anything, shocked me the most. No one's sending them $1,200 checks. Yeah. From the government here. It's, yeah, no. Uh, uh, the cash society, I could understand, but the, the, the money they get paid and, and for the quality of service you get, even the food here is, and the food here is amazing. It's authentic, it's really good, and it's so cheap. From, from yes. my point of view. And fresh, right? Yeah. I mean, the fresh produce is, yeah. um, is impressive. Yeah. And uh, the hospitality here is amazing. Um, there, there's so many things you could do on this island if you wanted to do it. You know? And if you just wanted to go lay on the North Beach, you do can do that too. too. Nice, beautiful sandy beaches and the water turquoise blue. You know, 
There's a gentle breeze pretty well all the time. Right now, the humidity is a little rough, but that's going to pass. I mean, that's yeah. that goes with the tropics. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> don't like it? Yeah, don't come. Yeah. So um, so your beta test was a success. You're yeah. headed back to Canada for tomorrow. a couple months tomorrow, <laughs> taking the yeah. sad ferry back, as, uh, as we yeah. call it, <laughs> when you well, have to leave. I, I, I have obligations I have to go home and do, or otherwise I wouldn't leave. Right. And then your plan is to come back uh, beginning of January? I plan to be here for New Year's Eve. Oh, wonderful. Okay, good. Yeah. We'll have to celebrate for sure. Um, and then your is this will be a full-time move? Well, that's that's what we're trying to... i got to sort out now. I'm dealing with immigration today okay. to find out what is, what isn't available. I don't know. Okay. And, and I won't know until after we have that conversation. Okay. I'll definitely. I've stretched it from three months to four months, and now I think it's five months. Yeah, last I heard it was five. <laughs> and I think right at this point, the max I can do is six. Six on a tourist <clears throat> visa. That's yeah. right. Oh, I can't even get a tourist visa. Oh. I don't. My pension isn't high enough. No, no, no. Tourist visa. Anybody can come for six months. Oh. That's okay. what they give you at the airport. Oh, that's that slip that yes. they don't tell you you can't. Yeah, the one feet. you don't throw away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't tell you that. Yeah. So then, <laughs> yeah. So then you just leave and you can come back for another six months if you oh, want okay. to. So. But I thought there was a there was controversy. I understood because people were jumping out down to Belize for the weekend and then coming back for six. So yes. I thought they were changing the. Well, there's trip. rumblings about it, but things <clears throat> move slowly in Mexico. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know, and they and like you pointed out, we live off of tourism, so I don't think they really want to do anything to um, discourage tourism. Yeah. So changing that would be something that would do that. So we'll see where that goes, yeah. but uh, there may be uh, other ways. Um, I mean, to go. they have extremely high-end hotels that are absolutely beautiful. On the beach, you know, and even that is really when you look at what you're getting, isn't that expensive? Once you break it out into U.S. or Canadian dollars, it's like, wow, you couldn't find that kind of luxury, so even in Florida, right, for half that price. No, that's that's for sure. Um, actually, I just did a, an interview um, this week with another gentleman. I'll be publishing uh, probably after this episode. And uh, he said, you know, you want to give yourself a 400% raise. Yeah. Move to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. I mean, I wintered in Florida and with 70 cents on the Canadian dollar and you're on pension. It was brutal. Yeah, I it bet. brutal. I bet. And then they have all the auxiliary charges, HOAs and uh, it goes on. They can chew up your, your funds pretty fast as a pensioner. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why we're seeing so many people really look into um, Mexico in particular. It's so close um, and and easily accessible for people who need to go back. Well, awesome. Well, I am so excited about your uh, new adventure here in uh, Isla Mujeres and your beta test, um, which uh, will be... Uh, hosting a um, Diane will be hosting a uh, beta test going solo um, workshop here uh, shortly and we'll um, have that archived for the future so uh, that will be available but highly recommend it <laughs> if you if it's anything that's even remotely in your mind take the time do the 30 at least 30 you got to do 30 days I've, I've realized that when I got here you it isn't a two-week stay 
No. And uh, yeah, and if you can do longer, it, although in your case, you're, you're going to do kind of a second longer one and, yeah. and see how it goes, which that's a possibility as well. I think Diane did hers. Hers was eight weeks when she... Uh, I, I believe it was, it was eight weeks yeah. when she went. So a couple back. months, yep. And then she packed up and, and moved. So uh, yeah, but you know, what a great way, you know, try before you buy. Yeah. Uh, is, is kind of what I call it. And, uh, it's, it really does give you a chance to live like a local experience. You know, the, how do you buy groceries? How do you, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, do all the things. Gro- grocery stores here are, are, are challenging. <laughs> what, how so? If you see something that you like, Buy lots. Oh, right. Because it no, may not, be there, that to, it that's may not right. be there tomorrow. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Turkey bacon is our uh, <laughs> our uh, favorite oh, thing. So when we paper. See <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't paper towels for yeah. some reason. They wear a lot of paper towels. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of funny um, the different things that that uh, stocking challenges that they have. But uh, anyway, well, awesome. I will um, ed- go ahead and end the in- interview. Thank you again uh, for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. And I'm just um, so thrilled with everything that's happened for you, Paul. Oh, I, I know. Good I, things are in your future. Uh, you're, you are the best thing that's happened in my life <laughs> in six months. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit www.overseasliferedesign.com and take the Are You Ready for an Overseas Life Relocation Readiness Quiz. We'd also love for you to become part of our OLR community on Facebook. Thank you for listening.